1: Been a lot of interest in the goal Country. I want attacking purpose from football all the time, and providing you had to it picked up in
0: that quarter, we had a real chance of putting it in that quarter. Now we're got our backs against the wall. We're going to
1: fight. That's it. great, and your fans will love it. Well, that's round nine, done and dusted. Nine, yep. Five tips for me. That's just. That's actually a good
2: score for me this year. So I don't do tipping, so um I'll yeah. give myself I don't know,
1: seven. There
2: we go. <laughs> yeah, very very generous to yourself. Well, I'm yeah. gonna win and lose this tipping competition, so uh,
1: I'd tell you what, um it, as a whole this round was a little bit ordinary.
2: There uh, were there were good and bad parts about it, but yeah, on the whole I thought there was a bit of hype coming to this round and
1: yeah it didn't quite it deliver. Didn't quite deliver. I was you know, coming into the Sunday games going, Jeez, I hope there's something watchable here. And yeah. it, it didn't feel like there was gonna be either but I mean, that's how it just turns out. So we might just go through quickly the results and focus more on round ten for this yeah, one. But and we say it's a disappointing round. But when you start with a Carlton game on Saturday, on Friday night versus Sydney, it's always going to end up that way. Yeah, with a new coach, <laughs> with a new coach. Yeah. Um, actually, I thought Carlton would half decent for a change. Yeah. It's hard to say that when they got done by 10 goals, but I was expecting 20 goals.
2: Yeah, so. that's it. And I mean, when you get done that bad, it's hard to even concentrate on Carlton when you're watching the match. So Yeah,
1: yeah. again, uh, Franklin kicked seven, which was yep. about
2: half of what I thought he'd kick. Yep, me too. But I mean, he looks strong, which you'd expect him to with um, Carlton's back line not really providing much of a challenge to him. Oh, he kicked three goals in the first 10 minutes um, and then
1: they, uh, they made the switch. They took, um, oh God, I've gone blank, uh, wide off him. Oh, yeah.
2: And, um, moved uh, row, And I mean he still, he actually gave off a few kicks when he was having a shot for goal as well. Yeah. I think
1: he passed a couple off. A couple that I didn't expect him to. No, but, oh, well, there yeah, you go. But, um, you know, Carlton showed something. Um, Daisy Thomas tried to get reported, I thought, the yeah. first couple of minutes. Yeah, I
2: did see that. He had, Was he a the one that swinging. whiffed a big elbow? Yeah, big elbow like, that he missed. oh, my God. It looked like, I want to have a couple of weeks break. Yeah, especially those bone little elbows where you get stuck in yeah. your eye
1: socket. Yeah. Um, and the other big thing that everybody's talking about from the game is the Adam Goods war dance celebration. Oh, yes. Yeah. I really don't care. No. Look, the only Something good has come out of it is they've said that um, it was not provoked by any racial comments, yep. and the guys that got evicted from the... Um, cheer squad afterwards or yep. well, I don't know if that was a cheer squad but anyway the guys that got evicted from the crowd were not for racial vilification either so yeah. that yeah, that's something I, I
2: mean guess. the thing is all he did was did a little dance and I don't know if yeah. you've seen the NFL or any American sports what they how they celebrate when they score and yeah. the thing is even if you're offended by it which I think you're a bit of a fucking dickhead if you are because it's, it's a little dance if that hurts your feelings you need to toughen up yep. and if you're that offended by it don't watch his games, yeah. Simple as that. There was when they um showed the
1: view from behind and they yep. went up into the crowd, there's one Carlton guy who's just standing up, putting the thumbs down, going boo, right? Yep. like
2: perfectly fine response, yeah. Nothing wrong with that. Say, you know what offends me netball. So you know what I do? <laughs> don't don't watch fucking it. watch it. <laughs> Easy as that. Problem solved. And what uh, the other thing, what I want to talk about it is, is that I don't know why we've got it in our heads that while these people are on a the field, they've got to be just the most upstanding gentlemen. I think no. in a lot of sports, like uh. I mean, it's not really comparable to UFC, but even in the NBA, um, mainly because that's want I watch in NHL, uh, NFL, they've got heels in the league. Yeah. Where it's someone that everyone hates, and the well, thing is, they give it to the fans, and the fans give it back to them. It's the classic
1: um, professional wrestling, isn't it? Exactly. It, yeah.
2: You need somebody to boo and somebody to cheer. Yeah. Um,
1: if you're talking like NBA. Yeah. like Reggie Miller used to oh, revel in it loved it he used to give it to the crowd yeah, there was Spike Lee sitting courtside going back and forth he'd be talking to him throughout the whole game
2: yeah. and I tell you what when the um, Knicks were playing um, the Indiana that place was packed out yep every single time everywhere um so yeah I'm
1: just again I don't care if people are going yeah. it's if they're sitting in silence yep. Yep. or if they're not sitting there at all yep. that's
2: when you get worried that's it and, and the other thing is like I'm all against racial vilification or any sort of prejudice but I love that interaction from the fans and I want to see them be able to give and take it and not carry on like little fucktards every time <laughs> they get their feelings hurt Do you remember- and that's, that's the fans not the players
1: you- you might remember there was a famous shot years ago when um, Sydney had their big rivalry with West Coast. And yep. Mickey O'Loughlin kicked the goal and he's screaming in front of the West Coast. Yeah, that's um,
2: right. Cheer yeah. And
1: they're screaming back at him. Yep. How awesome it's is that? Brilliant. And I don't know why this was all that different. Yeah,
2: and the thing is, I don't remember the next game or the next time those two teams played, but I bet you that, the, the people, that put bums in seats oh, for yeah. that follow-up game. Oh, they had a great rivalry yeah. in
1: those O four, uh, sorry, O five and O six years. Yeah,
2: and there were a few disappointments in crowds. So I think sort of having like, your faces and your heels in this sport will be an excellent thing to get bums and seats, especially through a cold winter. Yeah, and uh, Goods did an
1: interview the next day, we were saying it was all, you know, it's just a dance and yeah, uh, all, that's it. And what's the big fuss? Well, I thought, yeah, good. I'm more offended by some guys dancing nightclubs. Yeah, yeah, it's usually because they're grinding up against me. But yeah, I know. I can, <laughs> don't even reach around. Yeah. Um, but yeah, again, it was, yeah, it was, it wasn't as shocking as a game as it could have been, but it still no. wasn't, uh, wasn't worth, you're not going to watch it again. No.
2: No. Um, on to Saturday. Oh, the other thing, if that war dance wasn't like in that situation, I actually like it. You know what I mean? I thought it was a pretty cool dance. Yeah. I thought it was pretty sweet. Kind of crossed up between the hacker and something that's definitely sort of, you know, to do with Aboriginals. So with the spear throwing that sort of stuff. Yeah. No, I yeah. thought it was I liked it. To be honest. Um... Onto the Saturday games, um,
1: start with Hawthorne versus the Suns, it yep. was a game. It was. It was played. Yep.
2: Um, that's about the only two good things I can say about it. And I mean, this might surprise you, but I watched all of about five minutes of that game, yeah. and it happened to be when the Hawks started putting the um, yeah. foot down in the third quarter, and yeah, that was enough for me. Yeah, it
1: was just a scrappy, scrappy game. Um, and it's no one's to blame. There was a difficult position, uh, conditions down there. So, yeah. I saw some of the kicks, um, coming into the 50 going to the left of screen. Yeah. They started to hold up and nearly go backwards. Jesus. Um, which you haven't seen in an AFL game for ages. But, yeah. um, yeah, it's just it was, uh, somebody online, um, said, I can't watch the game because um, I got exams
2: or something has any yep. kind of note happened and I said no <laughs> it happened yeah it just, it. <laughs>
1: this just this game happened
2: in the... <laughs> um, as you can see just um, by looking at the stats the Hawks had just all use of the ball probably first second and third use of the ball well, in the first in
1: the first quarter they went with a strong breeze so yep. Gold Coast just stacked the back line um, uh, okay. so it just became a, a war of attrition yep. but, but even still there was fumbles and you know handballs that hit grass and yeah, yeah it's just a shit game yeah um, Melbourne versus the power up in Darwin. Melbourne jumped out of the blocks on
2: this one. They did. Um, and then uh, the, just disappeared after half time. Yeah, and I mean, you, you thought Melbourne had kind of gone past that inconsistency. Yeah. For, I mean, it's all right to lose and to lose each quarter, but not to show sure you can play excellent enough footy to beat that team and then just go, eh, well, that's that. Geez, they look good. Um, um,
1: too, but uh, once Port got a run on it just didn't stop yep um, you know and like you said two goals for the second half yep for, for Melbourne
2: and I'm really hoping they don't just hitch their wagon to Hogan now and go well we've got him and oh they've got to build a support team around him yeah. try and do what you know teams like I guess Hawthorne did 20, 10 years ago or whatever it was yeah, when they started building their well,
1: midfield well they've got such a good core um, with um, Vanderberg's now playing well and they've got yep. um, Viney um, uh, Brayshaw We haven't seen Petraka yet, and we won't see him this year. Then you got Hogan up forward and Tom McDonald down back. I mean, Jesus, there's a spine you can be you can build the next ten years. And I
2: mean, Hogan's put his hand up for Sledge of the Year so far. Already, showing a bit of character too. Love to see that. But Um, uh, yep, sorry.
1: On the other side of the coin, Port might have just saved their season here. Yeah, um, because uh, what what are they sitting at now? They um, four and five. Yep, you know three and six. It's it's you're just about finished there yeah. um, so it's good that um, they they save something
2: and I think there might be something in it that um, maybe a bit of pressure off them playing up in Darwin no home fans no sort of media to be engulfed in who's going to do this and that they just get on with playing footy and you know they've been copping a bit for the start of the year and quite, quite fairly so quite fairly so yeah but um, I think maybe just a bit of time away from Adelaide Oval might have done good. From the glass, uh, yeah. the, the fishbowl down there. Yeah. Um, if you look at the stats,
1: I mean, they won just about every single stat there is. Yeah. Um, and you'd expect that when they, you're 10 goals up. And Robbie Gray was everywhere
2: again. So Robbie it's Gray, good to see him yep. hit a nice huge streak of, or huge form game.
1: Yeah. Um, he's been, um, I think he's been struggling a little bit with uh, an ankle or something like that. Yep. But yeah, he's that type of player that's just going to push through it. Yeah. And, uh, okay, there goes the spare mic. Yeah, third man just died. Um, Westoff kicks a couple of nice goals as well he's been a little bit in and
2: out he's he even floated back to the back line as well for a little bit and helped he, out he's been doing so, that a few games I've seen it's a fair yeah, bit of running because sure. I don't think he's strong enough to be a sort of you know out and out full forward but you add your utility by being able to run defenders away from the comfort zone Yeah, pushing downfield especially in a running team like that it allows your midfielders and even your half back line to push through the lines and yeah. set up open spaces in the forward lines and I mean, they're obviously a terrible running team. So, <laughs>
1: yeah. no, they, they started to look like the Port Adelaide that not expected. Yeah, um, they just gave uh, Melbourne a, a bit of a head start before they ran yeah.
2: around. And I think uh, it's just uh, Melbourne just showed the need that little bit of um, experience across the half back line to direct and stay stay in your whatever pattern you're performing in your defensive line. Yep, because their running will just kill you. It will open you up, and unless you're disciplined enough to make sure you hold your structure, you're going to get beaten. Um, Bulldogs versus the Giants
1: that Eddie had. Um, you now, like we said, these two teams are, are going to try and build a modern-day rivalry with yep. you know the Griffin and Boyd's changeover and all that. Yeah. Um, and the Bulldogs looked like they were ready for it. They, they were, They yep. penciled this one in, they set up and
2: got ready for it, um, yep. and GWS looked uh, like deer in the headlights. Yeah, they looked like they were a bit shell-shocked, to be honest. Like, uh, Bulldogs came out and just took it to them. I mean, what's that, in the first quarter... Seven goals? Was it seven? Eight, Eight, Eight goals.
1: goals. Yeah. yeah, That's just, you know. Look, um, and, and the Giants are lucky this. I mean, it was a 45-point margin. They are lucky yep. it wasn't bigger. Um, yeah. They didn't kick a point until the last quarter. Yeah. So, 11 goals too is amazing accuracy, but um, you're only getting 13 shots on goals to 30-whatever.
2: Yeah. And, I mean, the good thing is when they did start to pull the lead back a little bit, you saw the Dogs not... Go to water. They really had a cool head. Yep. Worked hard to stem that tide. And because in an AFL game, you're not going to, very rarely going to dominate a team from pillar to post. Yep. You're going to have a, a patch where they're going to come back and put something to you. And they did that. And, you know, Bulldogs just showed their maturity and did it well. Um, Will Minson had a great game
1: <laughs> um, uh, we saw what he wrote on the footy
2: yeah I think everyone's uh, seen that by now uh, they? <laughs> best seven and a half grand
1: ever spent um, good on him yep um, but you uh, coming up against an in-form <sighs> Shane Mumford who's been dominating games not yeah. just winning the Ruckers yeah. but dominating yeah. and Will Minson got to him he was um, from the parts of the game I saw yep. he was getting front position and getting yeah. um, lots of free kicks and yep. you just go uh, he's the perfect um, foil for somebody like Mummy too. He's just another yeah. big bodied. Yep. It um, looks like she, they said we'll just go head to head and uh, yeah.
2: see who wins. And especially with the little um, sort of on bomb bowlers that GWS have, if you can get first use of it, that's half the battle won. Exactly. A- and I think they really did do well at stopping the free run. And especially when you find West Coast will get a few people wide that are loose. Yep. Um, like, what's the young fella's name? Big built up dude. Looks like he's about 12. Can't remember. Um, for GWS. Yeah. Uh yeah, D- Dylan Dylan, Dylan Smith. Smith. It's half the team, so Yeah. <laughs> but he always managed to get wide and free and we will just pump it along sort of uh, forward flank into their forward line and that's been a lot of the avenues to goals uh recent games and Bulldogs did really well to stop that. They did, yeah. It was looked like they were the ones that um
1: just pencil this one in is one we absolutely have to win and they did. Yeah, exactly. Um we'll go over to Adelaide Oval for Adelaide versus Frio. Um, this is one of those funny games. It's a bit like the 2013 Grand Final. Yeah. If you watch the highlight reel, geez, looks like a great game. Yeah, yeah. Because um, <laughs> there were highlights throughout this game. Yep. And I reckon um, when you look at goals of the week, there's probably four or five from this game alone that'll stand up in there. In a game where they didn't kick many goals at all.
2: Yeah, and I mean, when you look at goals of the week, you always have a couple of crows in there. Well, you always have Eddie Betts in there. Yeah. Um, at least twice. Yep. <laughs> and this week, no different. <laughs> Sometimes they don't give him a third just because they feel bad and about they, it not putting an awesome there. Got to share it, around. Yeah. yeah. Got to make a contest at least for goal of the week.
1: I, I don't know if it's a good thing or a bad thing for him because, I mean, um, Eddie Betts is kicking these miracle goals from the sideline week in, week out. Yep. And you go, well, it means he's not getting shots from 30 out dead in front. Yep. But, I mean, he's going to miss those goals one day. Yeah. It's, we're nine rounds in and he hasn't missed them yet. So, yeah. <laughs> I mean, what do you, what do, you do? Um... It's a defender. You, you're forcing him to the boundary line. You're yeah. like, right, okay. Like, sweet. I'm doing my job. And he's slotting left foot torps from 50. I think he's just hire a goalie. That's yeah. do. <laughs> yeah. Um, he's just an absolute freak. Um, the other talking points from this game, one was um, Sandalands 69 hit outs. It's just stupid. Wasn't it? Yeah. Um, especially after last week where he had got beaten by Goldstein in yeah. hit outs. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so this week he's come out and nearly knocked up 70.
2: Yeah, but I, mean, I suppose for Santa Lange, you're just about pencil in that you're going to win all the hitouts. You probably wouldn't do a whole lot of practicing beating the smaller men. You no. Think you've got that locked up. You know, it's more sort of patterns with yeah, on bowlers, seeing where they're going to run, and most of the time he gets sharked as opposed to losing yeah. the contest. Yeah, absolutely. I know
1: in the grand final um, against Hawks, that's what um, Sammy Mitchell did. He said, I'm yeah. going to get tagged by Crowley. He's going to win the tap, so I'm just going to sit at his feet. Yeah. And that'll crowd it up. Yep. Um... And he was against um Sauce Bottle Jacobs too, who's yeah. you know, no slouch. Yep. Yeah. Um but uh geez, the the ruck position for all Australians got a lot of contenders
2: this yeah, year. Yeah, it does, isn't it? Yeah. A you couple of darkies coming through. Goldstein,
1: so. you got Mumford, you got sanderlands yeah. now, he's gotta be in the conversation if he's um um dominating, you know, yeah. like that.
2: Yep. Um but uh and the other thing it's gotta be Fifus. Dangerfield, Dangerfield, doesn't it? Um, wasn't it fantastic, excellent?
1: Because they were they were lining up against each other, yep. and then pretty much didn't see each other for the rest of the game, yeah. Because they at off and... they they stand next to each other and then piss off,
2: yeah. It wasn't great to see,
1: <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Um, you don't you don't get to see it that often of the wall, but you can tell um, why uh, they both love getting getting out and uh, uh, amongst it. I mean, you at the end of the day, you've got to say Pfeiffer's won the duel. Yeah. If he's had the forty touches and a goal as opposed to thirty eight and a goal danger. <laughs> thirty eight and a goal. <laughs> yep. But five teams got up.
2: Yeah. And when you look at the like the extender stats, when you've got clearances and inside fifties and everything it's pretty split where yeah. one's got the edge and then the other's got the edge and another. And if you're gonna see two players have this head to head battle all day it's tough to find a better matchup.
1: Yeah, right now yeah. with it's like um, seeing Ablett versus Judd from yep. a few couple of years ago yeah. or, yep. or something like that. It's just it's such a, a a feast
2: and a throwback to the times when that was it. You, that was your man. You stuck on him uh, your whole game, and the only time you wouldn't be off him is you went on the bench you had to tell old mate coming on who yep. you were picking up. <laughs>
1: um, but otherwise, it's uh, the, the Crows shot themselves in the foot. They could have um, picked one in here, but um, got a bit tired towards the end and yep. their injury list isn't um, that great at the minute and uh, yeah, they might have let one slip there
2: it is yeah I think, I think they'll let one slip and they'll be disappointed but um, you know I think they'll recover they'll bounce back
1: absolutely Um, and on the other side of the coin you know uh, Dockers 9-0 just trotting it through yeah Um, it's uh, like we said they might lose one I think that, they're still at a canter aren't they? yeah just, they haven't been tested yet. Yeah. Their injury list is brilliant yep. um they're just going to keep on keeping on yep um the only way like we speak, say it every week, the only way they'll lose a game is when they start resting players, yeah um, you know they a buy coming up now, so probably you know around seventeen eighteen they'll start to start
2: yeah, yeah put in their sort of um program
1: for finals, yeah. general soreness yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he'll he'll come okay. back um on to the big focus for the week. Um, yeah. Which is Dreamtime at the G and, and Fletcher's four hundredth. Yep. Um, I, I don't know about you, but I mean we were at the game, and I thought it was a little bit underwhelming.
2: Yeah, like, yeah, definitely.
1: I'm I'm sure that Dustin Fletcher didn't want the big um, circus
2: yeah. going on, but at the same time, I I did. Yeah, me too. Yep, I wanted a big event and. I thought, you know, a bit of a speech at the end from Fletcher or whatever. Or... Well, you know, I,
1: I I was hoping that Kevin Bartlett and Michael Tucker would be there and yeah. shake his hand as yep. he ran through the banner. and Yeah. Um, but it was just, it was very business-like. Yeah. Um, which is very
2: Fletcher-like, I yes. guess. And I mean, half the Essendon fans had left before then, so. How, yeah, that was shocking. Yeah, that was shit
1: um, I think uh, Richmond got up by two goals with, yeah. you know, there was probably a minute of play left. Yeah. So the results decided. Yeah. And I'd say in, in the grandstand we were in, half the Essendon supporters yep. left.
2: Yeah, That's shocking. Yeah, it is. Because you know they're going to do something for Fletch. And you know it's Indigenous rounds, so they have a presentation at the end with the medal that they give out. That's just a bit of respect for the guy. I mean, you come here and say, yeah, we're going to go see Fletch's 400th, yeah. but fucking, we're leaving because you're losing. Yeah, <laughs> that's just... I mean, How does that work?
1: It's not, oh, you know, I want to beat traffic. Yeah. It's already late. It's already late, mate. Yeah, that's and it. I'll give you a tip. traffic's going to be shit.
2: Yeah, yeah, exactly right. And Um, the thing is, if it's Richmond, and Richmond, I mean, they'll never be the nicest to their own players, but at least they'll stay at the end and abuse them they're way off. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) They'll
1: get their money's worth (laughs) out of those tickets. I mean, you know, I am a believer that you stay till the final siren regardless. Yeah, exactly. If you're down by 10 goals and there's 10 minutes to go and you're hitting the bricks, I'm still going to think you're a bit shy, but I can understand
2: it. And I think staying and having those moments that suck at football make the moments that are good much better.
1: Yeah, I tell you, what, there was an and a, two SNS supporters sitting next to me, and they yep. didn't leave. And I was like, yep. "Yeah, okay, good, 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 job. good job, guys." Yeah,
2: um, but yeah, I, I couldn't believe it.
1: Uh, yeah, and I, as an impartial, there, there was no yeah. way I was leaving before Fletch.
2: Oh, absolutely. And I think there would have been a few people who were in that same boat who were yeah. impartial, and they've proved better supporters than the people that fucked off. I couldn't believe it. Yeah. it's just yeah.
1: Anyways, yeah. Um, the game itself was a, uh, scrappy but tight. Yeah
2: had a moment in the third quarter which got a bit exciting but apart from that it was a little bit flat um there were some you know star performers brendan ellis got the uh, medal for the game um I-, I actually had probably martin or shane edwards penciled in for that one i thought ellis got lots of the ball but a little bit wasteful we key moments which yeah you know it's one thing to get the ball be use it properly he still did do enough to have his name in the hat and i wouldn't complain about him getting the medal but i put edwards and martin above him um, when they put the stats up um,
1: and they uh, going going and announce the medal, I know we both looked at each other and went, Well, he's got the most possessions, so will probably yep. give it to him. Yeah, that's it. it's uh, pretty it's much it goes.
2: Yeah, sort of how they do Brownlow votes these days. Yeah, a lot of it. <laughs> it's yeah. like, I know him, he got a bit of the ball, and I look up how many possessions he got. Yep, yeah, he got he's the most. Got it. Yep. Um, that,
1: uh, the goal from Martin when he pushed him oh, back yeah. and yep. off, uh, off a step, as soon as he kicked it, he ran straight to the yep. bench because he, he knew where I was going.
2: <laughs> that was the funniest thing. I remember you pointing that out. He's kicked it. Didn't even look if it's going through. Started sprinting towards the bench. Yeah, it gave a little he it. finger. Yep, there it goes. through. way we go. And it was good to see him sort of get a bit loose and take, take it on again. Um, lots of help around the ball as well. Cotchen did enough. Um, young guys come in. Uh, Camden McIntosh did a little bit. Yeah, did a nice Ran, Rance had some nice grabs and actually yeah. did some pretty smart play, which was impressive. He he did very well. Rance he was floating up the ground too.
1: Yeah, I tell you what, the marking on the night was pretty phenomenal. Yeah, it was. Uh,
2: Carlisle. So Carlo had a few pack marks which yeah. were really good. Yeah, um, some shocking kicks. Danaher had a, some
1: good. Yeah, good marks, great as well. marks too. Yeah, geez, yeah. you got to put a body on him. He's yeah. too tall.
2: To be honest, I think if, if Carlo had a kick straight in that first first second quarter, different different result.
1: Yep. I think the momentum would have changed. I think it was even result. one or two late in the game for him too. Yeah. Some yeah. easy shots.
2: Yeah. And what happened as well was, it seemed like Essendon would always get um, the ball loose on what would have been the far side for the viewers at home on television. And yeah. they always have loose man there, but they never did anything with it. And I'm, yep. I'm almost wondering if that was a uh, trap by Richmond. If they wanted to push him wide, so then their kick's going to go into that pocket, and they're just going to trap that pocket.
1: Maybe, because every time they switched it to go back through the yeah. middle, like they looked dangerous.
2: Yeah, and there was always that man loose on the far flank, yep. which they always picked out, and you're always like, oh, loose man. But then when they got it, there was people everywhere, and was, yeah. when they kick, him, kick, him, kick it straight to the lead, which was right on the boundary line, and not often they get there. Pretty poor skills in delivering the ball too. So, uh,
1: And uh, not the first time i said it, but, jeez, uh, Collier's having a good year. Yeah, oh, yeah. he um, gone from a, a fringe player to probably...
2: Yep. Definitely, top definitely. five, top six. Yep. Even uh, Basher did pretty well as well. Uh,
1: there was a couple of times there; he was like a ninja. He was, the, yeah, middle, wasn't he? Just you see him; he's just crash, crouch, crashing, and yep. in, jump in and
2: intercept. Yeah, that was that like one right sort in the of middle area, period of play where there was all that sort of snatching in the middle. Yep, where it's just one after the other, and it looks like that was just where they spent their their energy and that's yeah, it yeah, tickets <laughs> they looked gone. really flat by the end both teams yeah um, biggest boo of the night was when Fletcher got subbed out yep <laughs> um,
1: and I'm happy to say I was right there with them <laughs> yep <laughs>
2: as, soon, as soon as they announced it on the um, speakers everyone was like what the fuck You serious
1: boo yeah well he had ice packs on and all that kind of stuff he did it takes me back to you remember uh, I don't know if you were with us we went and saw Benny Cousins final game no oh, I don't think I went to that one uh, it was Richmond versus Port at Eddie Hat. I think I was working yeah um, and uh, everyone knew it was Ben Cousins' last game. Yeah. He announced it, and he pulled his hamstring. That's right. At the yeah. start of the fourth quarter, and yep. he's like, "Well, I'm going to yeah. keep playing." Aren't yep. I? <laughs> I don't. I don't think they had the sub rule back then. But he's like, "I'm not going off." Yeah. Couldn't kick. Yep. But, um, yeah. But he played it out anyway, and uh, for the sake of the fans, it was you know
2: a, a nothing game. Yeah. yeah. Oh, nothing to win. So he could have had some stuff for that. So yeah, exactly.
1: Um, but yeah, it was you know a, a tight result, but um, still a little bit scrappy. Yeah. Um, which leads us into the Sunday games, and I was hoping for something to watch. Yeah, um, me too. And uh, Brisbane versus St. Kilda was actually all right. It was. Um, ew, fiery up there too. And Brisbane got out um, to a big lead early. Yeah,
2: I think it was nearly six goals or something, wasn't
1: it? Yeah, I think about they kicked kick the first six or something something silly like that. Yeah, And Saints just worked their way back in.
2: And that's what I like about... That's what you have to like about the Saints, especially a coach with a young squad. A lot of times when the pressure's on, that's when they'll start to fade and get flustered, yeah. and that's where they'll lose the game. But it seems like St. Kilda are already losing the game, which switches them on. And when, when there's pressure <laughs> and there's a uh, danger of them getting a full ass kicking, they switch it back on and they can claw it back. Yep. Which I think for a, for a coach of a young team, that's what you want to see because it's hard to teach that to young kids. Absolutely. It's easy to teach the rest of it to consolidate and to build on it and to be a cool head. But when you're in the weeds and you've got a young team and, you know, I mean, you had to re-roll back, but they're still lacking a little bit of...
0: Say hello to a new era of mental health care.
2: leadership, but they're doing well without
1: that at the moment. So well, That's it though. I mean, they've lost a lot of senior players over the last five to six years, yep. but the ones they've hung on to, they've been very careful. Yep. To make sure they've hung on to the right ones. I mean, Absolutely. they've lost Goddard, Del Santo, yep. now McAvoy. Even they yep. had Lenny Hayes for as long as they possibly could. Yeah. Yep. Um, they got Rewalt and Montagna is yep. still playing really well. Yep. Um, the other good side of it for the Saints fans was um, that uh, Josh Bruce had a shit of a day. Yeah. Just one of those ones where the ball bounced yep. the wrong way. It um, you know he'd go for a lead and it was kicked yep. behind. It seemed like
2: the harder he tried, the worse he came yeah. out.
1: Exactly. He got a goal in the end, but yep. um, he's been having an absolute. Uh, belt of a season yep. he's had a bad day and they still got up
2: yep someone's picked up the slack and they've come through I think uh, they did not have Membry and Savage either I think I think they are outs um, could very well be I'm just checking it now I don't see their names there
1: they had a couple of um, injuries during the game though so that's going to make it difficult yeah. for
2: yeah adds to the injury list doesn't it I think yeah, yeah is
1: quite big there's just sort of a bit of a rotating um, injury list yep but um, uh, the other thing was Maverick Weller yes it was Made a very interesting choice. Um, I think it was uh, Jack Billings has had a shot from 50 on the run. Yep. And uh, Rewalt's trying to shepherd it through. And Maverick Weller's gone the volley on the goal line. The volley? The volley. Yep. Okay. So a 50-meter pass and he's volleyed it through. Shit. Um, From about, uh, let's say, a meter or two out from the goal line. It's a good effort. Interesting choice. Yeah. But it worked. And he kicked another goal 30 seconds later. So... Again, from the goal line. So it's genius. So it's genius. <laughs> but I tell you what, you can, those can fuck up so easily. Absolutely.
2: Absolutely. If your hand-eye coordination is just a little off, I mean, it's going a nut shot for sure. Well, I mean,
1: or you could have just let it go and it would have bounced straight through. But anyway, yeah. it's six points and, and they got up. Um, Beams had a, another good game. Um, he looks
2: like he's finally settled in. Yep, um, nearly forty touches. I think which... Clay being picked up a little injury too. I know he went off a little bit. Uh, I didn't actually see if he come back on. So um, you'd hope he's okay, but I didn't hear any post game st- talk about it. So. No, neither did I.
1: Um, to the MCG in a um, bit of a uh, bit of rain going on around there too. Yep. Um, kangaroos look like they're all over it at half time. Yep. Um, uh, Collingwood just were. Second to the ball all day and yeah. um, chasing tail. And yep. then they kicked 10 goals in a row. Yep. Um, there is no good explanation for what happened. No. But uh, they just did it.
2: Well, I actually only watched until half time And I was like, wow, that's that one done. That's I'll go cool out game. for a bit. Went and had a beer, had a little snack, uh, came back. Actually, I was out at TGI Fridays, just having a beer and a couple yep. of bar snacks. And I just happened to catch a glimpse of the score, but it was a bit far away. I I just squinted my eyes like, is that a fucking draw? Yeah. I was like, holy shit. So, yeah, finished up that beer, went home, watched the rest of it.
1: There was a different side that it came was, yeah, and they were just killing it. Um,
2: North Melbourne looked like they were standing still. Yeah, and Elliot had a cracker of a game for what oh, I saw. He kicked, kicked a handful. And important ones, too. I saw yeah. maybe two and a shot at the end. Yeah, I think he kicked uh, two
1: or three in the final quarter, including the sealer.
2: Yep, sneaking around behind the back of packs and getting loose and getting direct direct leads instead of actually having a crumb. Um, Swan and Sidebottom
1: were just stoic all day. There was yeah. a couple of times where... Um, yeah, Swan's got that wide body it's, yeah. um, when he's one-on-one yep. you, you need somebody who knows what they're doing and, he,
2: and this weather's built for a, a Swan yep you know um, he, he, he loved it and side him.
1: geez he, he made some really smart decisions down the back yeah um, we, I think we said in the pre-season that he, he'll he has to be the one to step up yeah. and take over from beams yep.
2: and he's just constantly improving that's that's the impressive feat yeah, yeah. He, he, he missed a couple of weeks with a broken
1: thumb I think yeah he's come um, back and just swished it straight back on picked abso- up, right up absolutely um, Goldstein was dominating in the ruck again yep um
2: and, I mean, Robbie Tarrant had a chance to take a chess mark Ooh. with, like, four minutes to go, which would have stemmed the the flow yeah, and it, put him back you know, down by two points or something. Yep. Just fucked it. And there's a couple of um,
1: marks that bounced off the North Melbourne backline's yep. chess in, yep. late in the game. Yeah.
2: Just, you got to hold them. And some shitty kick. I know Boomer had a absolute munson of a kick. Yep. Um, which, you know, it's unfortunate, but shit happens. I'm already starting to...
1: Um, count down the games until he's 400th to make sure because at the moment he'll play it up in Brisbane Ah, okay. but if he has a week off for general soreness he'll play it versus Carlton at Etihad
2: well you'd uh, have to like that game as Carlton wouldn't you as a 400th celebration at least they can fill the um,
1: fill up the the stands for it because what's his name Uh, Bartlett played his 400th against Carlton too so Hmm. don't know why that's bothering but um, yeah Um, Jesse White wasn't as shocking as
2: you would have expected no and um, weight was alright as well I'm kind of thinking Jesse White should be a mixed martial artist why is that he's got that build just that height that build that upper body strength he's got a bit of Brendan Schaub about him looks like he'd be a mean motherfucker if you wanted to yeah 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 that I watched get punched in the face So, uh, did
1: you watch UFC today
2: I did how was Ryan Jimmo Oh, my God, I was going to mention that when I was talking about throwing up before. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, I was got... it. oh, shit. Yeah, for those that
1: um, don't know, the UFC today, one of the fighters got um, a nut shot yep. and called for the
2: doctor and <laughs> a bucket. And threw up twice. Yep. And kept fighting.
1: I tell you what, there's one thing the UFC does better than the AFL. Remember in the AFL, whenever there's somebody throwing up on the sidelines, they show it and they yeah. zoom in. Yeah. Um, the UFC went, he's called for a bucket and we'll go to the wide shot.
2: Yeah. Yep. Let's get away from this.
1: Um, On to the final game, uh, West Coast Eagles at home to Geelong. Um, the looked like perfect conditions over there. It looked beautiful. Which doesn't explain four goals, 17 yeah. at half time.
2: Yeah, that's the worrying thing. And I mean, it shows you're getting plenty of the ball, but if you're close to losing the match. It's... Four goals, 17. Yeah. I mean,
1: usual thing is what you do is just reverse it and yep. say what could have could have been. Yeah, seventeen goals, four and a half is amazing. Yeah, <laughs> yep. that ends the game right there. Exactly right. Um, maybe it says that you know they're locking the ball in. Yep. down forward really well.
2: Yeah,
1: um, but um, could, look, Geelong were lucky. I think that this could
2: team, be a gale force um, Fremantle doctor or something. Happening in there? Yeah, I don't think so. No.
1: Nope. Still, two goals,
2: 11 in the second quarter. Yeah. And um, that, that's when you put a out-of-reach of the other team, especially yeah. a team like Geelong. You can't give him chances to come back. Didn't matter because they still yeah, fucked it say up, that, so. yeah.
1: They ran on with it in the second half and yeah. kicked uh, 12 goals to yeah. five. Um, and Nick Natanui's taken mark of the year. Oh, my God. <laughs> it's, it's Honestly, un-
2: you're lucky to have a roof of Patterson's.
1: Otherwise, you'd oh, be hanging off it, the rafters. It was massive. It was huge. Um now, some people might say because he's six foot nine, um, he takes the same hanger that somebody who's six foot takes and it looks different just because he's six foot nine. Um, nah. but yeah, it looks different, but yeah. it looks better. I and think it is different because <laughs> he's an,
2: he's an extra foot. Like oh. he, he's sort of I would just say the point at which he has to mark the ball is just way above yeah. everyone else that takes the mark because he's that big. Um, so it, it does look better than the little ones, but I think it's legitimately better as well.
1: I haven't heard anybody saying about how he might have fumbled it on the way down.
2: I don't care. No, that was an absolute screamer. Yep.
1: Take it to the bank and kick the goal. Yep. Um, Kennedy kicked, an, what did he kick, four or
2: five? Yeah, passed off a couple too. Passed off a couple, yep, yeah. A couple of certainties for himself, but
1: didn't oh. know the selfish thing. Popped him over the top. I'm just checking now, he kicked six. Um, and he's leading the Coleman. Um, he's leading Eddie Betts in the Coleman. Yeah. Right now, I can't see either of them slowing down either no
2: well I mean they've been talking about Kennedy having that elbow injury but it doesn't what, seem to be affecting him what elbow injury yeah. yeah
1: the only thing it's affecting is his fist pumping after his yeah. goals I
2: think there's something seriously wrong with someone else in the team and they're just using that as a decoy it could be because Kennedy Our that? elbow's no good yeah it's buggered so it was all, we've sussed this out And meanwhile someone's going to get I don't know frontal lobotomy or something Yeah. Um, and on Geelong's side Stevie J had a pretty good game um, he's kicked
1: the, he kicked the first really? goal, I think. A, a nice one on the left.
2: Yeah. I mean, I, I managed to watch most of it. But um, Steve J did a lot of good things, but he did a lot of bad things, which are not uncharacteristic yeah, for Stevie, like, but... Coming a little bit of a trademark. Yeah. Like giving away free kicks, 50 metres that were completely unnecessary. And he's always in one to sort of push it and niggle. But he's sort of had that dis- discipline enough to know where the line is. Yeah. And to especially try and bait people into giving away the free kicks. But he's pushing the line I think because maybe his body is slowing down a bit and he knows what he needs to do and just can't quite execute it but the fuck do I know Yeah, I'm writing him off that's what I'm doing <laughs> well
1: I mean West Coast um, had more than double the free kicks that um, Geelong had but that clearly wasn't the reason yeah. <laughs> of, of the game yeah Um, you just reminded me too I saw in the uh, Collingwood North Melbourne game yep where Lindsay Thomas was trying to get a free kick overturned yeah and oh, I can't remember who it was that pushed him But if they just held back a a slight second, you you would have seen Lindsay Thomas almost do the the flop without being touched.
2: So you could have seen someone use the force. It could have been. It could have been a forced push. Whoa. Um, It was very close to it. But um, yeah, not a good look for the young lad. No. And I mean, West Coast is consolidating their reputation as... You know, you may as well not even fly over the West. No. Just yeah. send over your B team and... Well, that's what's going to happen with Frio and West Coast
1: now Um, for the rest of the year. They're going to yep. become so dominant that the teams in the middle and the lower parts are going to start writing off those games. Yeah. And yep. so, you know what, we're going to arrest somebody because next week we're playing... So-and-so, yeah. Uh, you, we're playing the 10th place team and we need to get above them. Yep. Um. So th- it's going to make it even easier for them as they go in. Yeah, yeah. Um. Speaking of which, let's move on to um round 10 and have a look at uh, next week, the long weekend. Yeah. Um, We've got Friday night over in the West, Fremantle versus Richmond. Um, I don't think this is one where Richmond are
2: going to give it up. Yeah, I think, I mean, we've upset, you know, two lots of fans in two weeks in a row. Don't know if we'll be able to upset the Frio so... Richmond by 40 points.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I don't think they're going to, you know... uh, they're not going to fold before they get there. No. They're going to try their guts yep. out. Um, but Frio uh, are, are too good everywhere. Yep.
2: Yeah. I think we might see Dimmer, maybe rest couple of players that have got a bit of soreness that have put in a good, hard five-week sort of section, however they break up their um, blocks into. Um, won't be surprised if a few youngsters get in there, especially some smaller running players. Try and use your pace and bit of width there. Many try and keep up with Frio. But I mean, it's always going to be pushing shit uphill. Yeah, and uh, you still expect Frio to get I ten. Mean, what ten do you do at five for starters?
1: You've almost got to concede it. Yeah. Um. I, I mean, Adelaide were interesting. They went right. We can't stop him, so we'll yep. put Dangerfield on him, and we'll we'll go. Yeah, just tech. let him loose. Yeah. And you know they come pretty damn close. So yep. maybe that's what you do. Maybe you put DeLidio on Yeah. Him and say, lids, off you go. Hit yep. your Bike. Yep. Um, a bad idea. Which you know you can do against Frio now that they don't have Crowley. Yeah. Yep. Um, um, Big Ivan is going to have his work
2: cut out um, he, is, he is But the thing is Ivan He he rucks quite smart In the sense that uh, I noticed he did it a couple of times Against Essendon Where he's going up for it And you see He's not going to win that tap So he'll actually stop And run um, backwards So yeah. he's ex- more or less An extra on baller. Yep. And I think that's smart play Because uh, Just throws a bit of confusion Amongst the opposition teams They're not sure where they're going to tap You know you might be able to get it out In a scramble um, just, you know, a bit of awareness. Plus, he's pretty good around his, his uh, picking up the ball up from his feet as well.
1: He, he knows where his limits are. Yeah, yeah, um, exactly. But he, he's still a big body uh, yeah. around and he, he uses his size well. And gives everything. So, yeah, absolutely. Um, but, uh, yeah, still free over there. Um, Carlton hosting Adelaide at the MCG. Um, look, Carlton showed a little bit um, last yeah. week. It's not beyond them, Adelaide. Because with uh, um, Adelaide's injury list, uh, uh, as it is, travelling might be difficult, but at the same time, geez, uh, Eddie could kick six. Exactly, and and playing playing against Carlton. Playing against Carlton, it's just going to break their hearts even more. Yep. Um, If he kicks one and then does a a little war dance as well, I'll I'll be secretly cheering. I'll love it. (laughs) (laughs) Um,
2: Let's make the push for it now.
1: Look, uh, who's going to stand on Tex as well I mean they they struggled to contain um, Franklin last week yep. um, Walker's you know taking the captaincy role and ran with it yeah um, Freo it probably I'd say gets one or two of Judd Gibbs and Murphy back yep um, but uh, Kerno if he goes to Dangerfield this could be very interesting yeah that'll be a pretty nice matchup he's had some good scalps the last couple of weeks yeah now, I love the antagonistic tagger um, but geez, you, you, you're hitting heavy if you're going after yeah. Dangerfield. Because
2: especially they don't have Sloan, he's been, you know, when he was playing, he was dominating yeah. pretty much all across the oval. And it uh, takes that pressure or takes the ability for someone, you can't tag Sloan and Dangerfield and sort of construct your offense from clearances because you're not going to get first use of the ball because nope. you're already down two men. Uh, speaking of injury lists, we've got the Gold Coast Suns hosting Sydney. Yep.
1: Um, it could be ugly again. Yeah. Um, but, you know, they got within 10 goals of Hawthorne. So, uh, honestly, I think that'll be their goal again Yeah, Sydney.
2: I mean, yeah, it's hard to set goals like that, but you've got to be realistic, I think. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, can't really see Sydney losing that one. Charlie Dixon had a shocker um, this
1: week and made even worse by talk during the week about how Brisbane Lions have put in a big offer for him and um, the commentators were... All, that's all they talked about during the game. Really? Well, not all they talked about. Yeah. But they focused on it a lot. Yep. I don't think he had a kick in the first half. <laughs> His first kick in the second half went out of bounds on the full, and I yep. think he ended the day with four or five. we see
2: the one with the few off-field? I mean, it's pretty much the whole team, isn't it? But I, I don't think he's had any specific off-field. Okay. Not that I'm aware of, anyway. Yeah. Well, the rumours, you had it here. Yeah. <laughs> Spread <laughs> we'll, it. <I> can <laughs> say, if, if we haven't heard the rumours, we'll make them up. <laughs> we'll try and get him down to Richmond. Um.
1: Essendon versus Geelong at Etihad is a cracker of a game.
2: Saturday, actually, Saturday night is great football. It's kind of been set up with this week's disappointments, hasn't it? Yeah. So you look at both these teams and, I man, they're not bad teams. No. So they've got the ability to They're turn both,
1: on. Um, you know, around that, um, just outside the eight mark. Yeah. Um, the marking of Essendon on Saturday night was one of the highlights for them. Yeah. Yep. Um, but they're coming up against one of the tallest teams now. Yeah. Um, and their marking is just as impressive. And so
2: Tommy Hawkins has just been abusing people oh, in the full forward line for Geelong. Like, oh, I don't know who you put on him, you especially can... that Collingwood um, game. He's just shutting yeah. them off. And he, yeah.
1: he took a
2: hanger against uh,
1: West Coast uh, today.
2: Yep. Um, no, even against West Coast, like they're they're really not um send him one on one. It's impossible. No. You can't you can't outbody him, and he's just got such a good uh, goal sense when he's taking a mark. The he positions himself in the right right spot. Well, it would be interesting who
1: Essendon sent to him then, because Kyle hooker has been playing excellent this year. Yeah. Um, but so is Michael Hurley, and I think yep. Michael Hurley's probably got one of the key backmen, um, all Australian positions, locked down.
2: Yeah, he could actually. He, um, he did quite well across uh, half back when they were pushing forward. Yeah. As a safety. So
1: w- which goes to
2: Hawkins? Yeah, that's tough. It's I mean, tough. I think you've got to double team him. Yeah. I don't think there's really any choice. I think you've got to have the spare man. I wouldn't be surprised if Fletch plays a little bit of a loose defender as a general. A um, bit of wise head down there, yeah. But...
1: It's not a bad option. Although the fact that he left his four hundredth game early yeah, might mean that true. Um, might get a sit it, out. he might get a get a rest this yeah. week. Um, but yeah, it's going to be a really interesting matchup, and um, it could be finals goodbye for whoever loses that yeah, one. Yeah, um, finals eliminator in Adelaide Oval. Port Power are hosting the Bulldogs. Ooh, Bulldogs coming off one of their best wins of the season. Yeah. Um, and no fear in the Bulldog squad either. No fear whatsoever. Yeah. Um, the, every week, it seems like they're finding somebody else uh, yeah. who can stand up and...
2: They're making it, me learn someone's name. Yeah, yeah. Tory Dixon yeah.
1: Uh, this week uh, kicked a couple. Yep. Um, Port Adelaide, though, found themselves again in yeah. the um, second quarter yep. against
2: Melbourne. And they'll have a positive uh, home environment now. Not, yep. not as much speculation and... I mean, I used to live in Adelaide, and one of the worst things was just how much they just jump on their teams.
1: Well, you've only got two teams to focus know, on. That's
2: what they do. God, it was just like English media. So <laughs> yeah. I hope they it, give them a bit of a break. And... It's like that, though,
1: isn't it? There's no, yeah, we're doing okay. It's yeah. either we're, we're, we've got the premiership yep. this year, it's yep. ours, or
2: we're fucking shit. Yep. Kill everyone. head. <laughs> this is bullshit. There's nah. no middle ground. Yeah, we want a judicial inquiry into this shit.
1: Look, um, if Port can't hold out the Bulldogs, put a line through them. Um, yep. um, they're done. Put a line through them. However, Bulldogs. Um, I, I think they'll get up because they found, um, you know, their old, their form of old um, this week, and now that they know what it looks like, they
2: can do it again. I haven't even checked the weather yet, but I'm going Bulldogs in the rain. <laughs> <laughs> There's two tips for you. Notice don't, don't the weather, man. <laughs> Click and balls weather. Click and balls weather rain. says it's going to rain. I'm going to get brolly
1: I'll check it up in a minute. Um, and look, the, the power found their mojo last week without Paddy Ryder. Yeah. yeah. Um, there's been a few people that have suggested that that might not be a coincidence. No, no. Not that he's a bad player, but he's just not fitting in um to their style or, or he's yeah. not used to them, you know, which can
2: happen when yep. you go to a new team, but uh, I think it could be could be like that he is quite a good player and they're forced to try and fit him into the game plan with, yep. without accepting that it just doesn't fit. Yeah. Um yeah, but do you mean You got to find a role you'd, for you'd him. If you'd want though. him in any team, you know, absolutely. You'd take him. It's just a matter of figuring out how they work it, work him in. Uh, Giants hosting the Lions. Um, look,
1: Lions showed a little bit this week, yep. um, but the Giants are coming off um, a, a poor effort, yeah. um, even by their own admission. Um, they've been pretty rock solid at home this year, so they'll yeah. they'll be expecting to get a good win.
2: Yeah, I have to back G2S with this one. Yeah, I just they look to be you know quite a good squad that they were beaten, but yeah, I still like the style. I still think they've they've got something that can challenge really good teams. Well, I think they're still sitting fifth. Um, so
1: that they need to... Th- these ones, um, they, they need to win and win yep. good. Yeah.
2: Um,
1: I, I saw a comparison today, I think it was yep. on Fox, I can't remember, about the senior players at Gold Coast and the senior players at um, GWS. Yep. Um, and a lot of the difference was it's not just the senior players they had in their first season. Yep. They've continually got in the right kind of senior players. Again, um, you know, in seasons yeah. two, three, and four. That's actually Which is point. something Gold Coast haven't done. Yeah. They yeah. probably had the pick of the senior players in their first year. Yep. Um, and then, you know, if you compare the two, GWS to the Gold Coast, first year senior players are better at Gold Coast um, than they are at GWS. Yeah. But every year since, yep. GWS. Yeah.
2: Yeah, it's been changing. Um, else, it, also, yeah,
1: And this year, it's, it's Griffin and Patful. Uh, yeah. And they've both been great for them.
2: Yeah. And there's always someone that's sort of revealing themselves for G2S yeah. in each game. as someone who's going, this is what I can do. And I really like it. Um, while we're on the subject of g this is kind of random, but we, the pre-season. We did uh, a bit of warm up for it. We did the yes. MA2K episodes. Um, the GDOS one has been far and out the most popular. Uh, it still gets downloads just about every single day. We're getting nearly, you know, um, a few every single day over the yeah. last couple of weeks. Um. And I'm not sure why. i got no idea. I listened to like the first 10 minutes of it and the sound quality was fucking horrible. Yeah, we were still trying to figure out the equipment back then because I think yeah. it was the second
1: or the third one we did.
2: Yeah, we didn't have direct mics. We had the general mic. So oh, boom yeah, it was one of those ones. Yeah. Oh, right. So I picked up everything in everything. the room. Yeah, which is fucking awful. Yeah, but it still gets downloads and I don't know why. And like, I'm all good for You know, download it, please. But... If anyone knows why, all of a sudden you're just getting a shit ton of downloads, just let us know. Please tell us. Yeah. If
1: you're listening to this just because you've downloaded that GWS yeah. one, or you went and listened to something else and then went back to the yeah. GWS, hey, tell us why. Yeah. I'm, I'm just concerned we're getting, we're
2: getting sued for some sort of inflammatory shit we said. I mean, I was probably half drunk. When In which case, it's about
1: time, because we tried so hard. Yeah. yeah. And
2: that, you know, that publicity would be great. Um
1: on to the other, uh, the next game is um, Kangaroos versus West Coast down in Hobart. Ah, so um, that's a long trip for West Coast, but yeah. I mean they're used to it. They usually play against Hawthorne or
2: or yeah. um, North down in Tassie. And I'm basing this on nothing, but I'm going to say that Kangaroos play pretty shit down in Tassie. Do
1: they? Their, their last win down there was against the hapless Richmond.
2: Remember yep. that game it was like oh, Benny Hill fuck, music. That's right. Yeah, That, that was shithouse. shocking.
1: Um Look. The, the
2: midfield of West Coast is looking killer yeah it is and one thing with West Coast is they look awesome in the scramble yep. whenever there's a ball in dispute in uh, most teams you attribute it to panic handballs but theirs looks like it's actually some sort of structure to yep. that what you're lab- what we're labelling panic handballs so I think that's part of the game plan is really organising in the chaos yeah it's a lot like Jitsu isn't it if you yeah. win the grey areas exactly right um, the, the
1: scrambles you're going to yep. do well I think uh, that's one thing they might have picked up from Port yep it could be. Um, although they've got a Hawthorne um, head coach or it's a former Hawthorne assistant, so I'm gonna claim yeah. that it's all loss. Yep. As usual. Um North, uh, it'd be good to see Benny Brown playing back home. Yeah, actually uh, again. That's, that's a good story. It, I tell you what, there'll be a uh, he's a fan favorite every time he goes down there now.
2: Yeah, I mean probably twenty thousand of his family there. Family
1: <laughs> <laughs> Um but I think West Coast might uh, might just hold on to their second spot on the ladder with this one.
2: I am actually going to go West Coast this one. I think they might just get across the line. I think so too. I think, to be honest, I think West Coast in a shit match. And St Kilda... Talked that one up,
1: haven't I? <laughs> <laughs> I don't get paid to promote the game. Um, St Kilda hosting Hawthorne at Etihad. Um, a lot of this game could be what happens to the St Kilda players that um, copped a bit of an injury today. Yeah. Um, but Etihad in, you know, obviously the weather conditions aren't going to make a difference yep Um, I'm hoping that Hawthorne can pick it up because they were shit house down in Tassie
2: yeah to be honest I think Hawks will look to slow the game down Um, use their big bodies try and outplay them for 40 minutes because you'll notice doesn't matter how big you are you cannot count out the Saints they've proven that they're really good when they're under pressure we've
1: I think that there might be some strategic resting in this game, even though it's the game before the bye. Yep. Um, because, yeah, hawthorne has got an aging list, and yeah. sitting at five and four is not really where they want to be. Yep. And we still got one week to comes back, is that right? No, no, he, he played this week. Did he? Oh, he, he played a bit of a quiet one. Yeah. But um, Lewis um, had a rest with a sore shoulder, uh, Okay. and he, he only played one game back from his two-game suspension. Yep. So it, it's a genuine... Rest. Uh, yeah. Sorry, sore shoulder. Yep. I wouldn't be surprised if Sammy Mitchell has a
2: has a break, and Lewis comes back in. Yeah,
1: because um, yep. sammy has been playing awesome
2: um, yep. the last few weeks. And I think you want that sort of strength across the centre half back line, which has been sort of a key of Hawthorne's um, structure. Yeah, the way they set up their attacking play. Um, definitely, at Saints, you're going to need that. So uh, maybe this is one where you can kind of afford to. Give Sammy a, a rest, put some young running players in there because you've got Mitchell at the back who's going to organise everything. You've got Lewis back in. Yep. Um, some cool heads there.